Lean forward slightly. Look straight at the speaker. And listen with a sparkle in your eye. As though you might be thinking, gee, this is the most wonderful thing I've ever heard in all my life. Live from Hollywood, California, this is So I Married a Movie Geek. Hello. Welcome. So I Married a Movie Geek. I'm Chrissy McQueen, not the movie geek, instead the movie wife. However, said movie geek is to my right this time, no, it's usually my left. Just the winners. Say hello to the nice people. Hello to the nice people. I somehow knew you were going to do that. Uh, before we get started, I have to kind of call you out. You were very enraptured in whatever was going on on your iPhone just then. Do tell. Oh, I was just looking at IMDb. I figured, but which movie is it about so we can discuss, decide what to discuss first? I'm not telling. <gasps> no! But... <laughs> Excuse me, I have a little bit of a cough, but yes. <laughs> I'm like, we're falling apart. We are so falling apart, y'all. <laughs> you know when I start saying y'all that I'm definitely falling apart. Having a baby's hard. It is. It's just a little bit difficult. <laughs> um, and we had family in town about a week ago. And uh, 11 days later, Justin had a cold. And whenever I get somebody else's cold, it's like three times worse for me because I have no immune system. So Justin was like, you know, not well for a couple of days. And I was sick for like a week. I was sick for like a week. What are you talking about? You were not. I still have a cough. Let me hear it. (laughs) Oh, I feel so sorry for you. You got sick and then Brooklyn got sick. Yep, I gave it to the kid. She sounds like a... Like a dinosaur? She sounds like one of the Lord of the Rings monsters. Oh my god, is she Gollum? She like snorts a bit. Um, my friends at my church today called her a pterodactyl. There we go, pterodactyl. <laughs> Can't believe you took her. Number one, she was sick. Not Number anymore. two, you go and like haze her and like put her in a swing and spin her around. Okay, first of all, she's not sick anymore. I wouldn't take a still sick child, my gym. She was sick this morning when I was taking care of her. What she, do you mean? She's congested. She, she just has the congestion that we have right now. We're not sick anymore. She's got but a cold. Coughing. She's got a cold. Listen. She's, she's... <laughs> <laughs> That's the sound of a lingering cough. That is not the sound of somebody who is still sick. Mm-hmm. Anyway... Point being is, even though we gave us like we gave us yes we gave ourselves fifteen days to watch two movies. Mm-hmm. We didn't watch the movies until yesterday. We or had a good th- reason. We weekend. were we were sick. I know, and we have a baby. That too, and she likes to poop on things. But we originally thought we were going to go see a movie in the theater, and that was just like a pipe dream. It was, and people were nice enough, good friends, stepped up and said, hey, we want to watch the baby while y'all go out, see with y'all again, it's happening. And we had to cancel because of illness and being really, really tired. I know. Womp womp. We go to sleep at 10 o'clock. What happened, by the way? We <laughs> were the couple that never went to bed before, like, 1230, and now, like, 930 or so, I'm like, I'm tired. So, 
So exciting. Yeah, welcome to our lives. This is turning into the Welcome to Our Baby Life podcast. So we ended up watching two older movies that Chrissy had never seen before. Mm-hmm. Um, Robocop. <laughs> Robocop. So originally... In the Terminator. Justin is like, hey, Chrissy, do you want to watch two Paul Verhoeven classics? Or do you want to watch, like, one and then... I don't know, something similar, like the Terminator. And I'm like, Paul, who? And then you were like, nothing, it's going to be awesome, just wait. <laughs> and nothing this rang the bell for me. so geeky. <laughs> well. <laughs> no, I explained him, like, he did Total Recall, he did Showgirls. No, you didn't yet. And he then did Starship Troopers. You did not yet at the time, you were just like, oh, it's going to be great. And then we started watching the very beginning of uh, RoboCop, and when I saw his name in print, I said, wait a minute, is this the guy who did Showgirls? And you were like, and Starship Troopers. <laughs> that was your geeky moment. He's awesome. But uh, the other movie, had we watched two, quote, end quote, Paul Verhoeven classics, mm-hmm. would have been this in Basic Instinct. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm surprised you've never seen that before. All I know is that Sharon Stone crosses and uncrosses her legs. That happens. Is that all you really need to know from that movie, though? There's other stuff, but yeah, those yeah. are the main things. It was like a little bit of like um, the movie with Glenn Close. Like, you know she's crazy, and you know that he shoots her in the end. That's really all you need to know about that one, too. You have to see it. Fail yes. attraction. Anyway, so yeah, you'd never seen RoboCop. Robocop. The OG Robocop. Because Because there was, there was a couple... No, and there was sequels. Oh. There, there were sequels. I think there were... I know there was a Robocop 2 and a Robocop 3. I pulled up the poster for it. The tagline is my favorite thing. Are you ready? Oh my god, I had that poster in my room. You did not. Look at okay. that poster. It's awesome. So wait. Look, he's like, look at me. Okay, wait. Here's my question. <laughs> to protect and serve on your wall. <laughs> Justin. <laughs> You had this on your wall. I'm already dying. But I would like it if you like, could tell me what the tagline is. You should know it. You had it on your wall. Is it to protect and serve? No. What does it say? I'll give you a hint. I'll, I'll th- I'm going to hold this far enough away where you can't see the words. Part man, part cop. Close. Oh, awesome. Part man, part machine, all cop. <laughs> yes. Wow. When I was seven years old. That was, you know. Imagine being seven and that that poster comes, uh, you're like, I must put this on my wall. I guess. I mean, yeah. Although, wait, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Did you have the poster on your wall without seeing the movie? Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Because it's pretty graphic in certain parts that I was thinking. Yeah, I don't. You might need to talk to your parents if they let you see I, this at seven. I don't think I could condom in it. Let me see that at seven. That was, it, was, it was probably one of those ones that like came, came on HBO and I snuck watched it when I was like nine or ten or something like that. Ten maybe, but it, I, I noticed right off the bat when um, the bad guys are you know taking down certain people and the way they do it, it's not just you know bang bang shoot them up. It's like shoot off a certain body part, let the blood spurt everywhere, shoot them in their um. What's the main artery in your neck? And like watch carotid artery. Thank you. And watch the blood spurt. And I'm like, wow, for 1980 whatever, this is pretty graphic. It's R-rated. What do you expect? I, well, you I expect guess. to like 
shoot him in the neck and like skittles pop out or something. Taste the rainbow. No, I just didn't. Expect that man to has skittles for blood. <laughs> he deserves to die. Hey, the guy is part man, up. part machine, and all cop. Why can't there be skittles coming out of somebody's neck? I mean, that makes about as much sense. <laughs> Let's be honest. I've become, I've become like a serial killer just to see it happen. Look at all these Skittles everywhere. Goosey, goosey, can I shoot you? Mm-hmm. No. Please. <laughs> just in the finger, just for the Skittles. <laughs> you turn into like a vampire. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, off topic, let's go back. So, so what do you think of Robocop? Robocop was interesting. Um, interesting. Well, yeah, it's interesting. I was just going to say, I became your mom's name. Was, I spent 11 days with it. So, um, as dear friends of the podcast, you will be able to attest. Oh, good job. Justin just tried looking a cookie to his mouth, and half of it ended up on his shirt on the floor. It was great. Um, I get sidetracked. Bar man, bar chocolate chip cookie. <laughs> okay. Oh, sugar field. So I get sidetracked by little things. Oh, you did not just do that. What? It was like eight seconds. Eight second rule. <laughs> Justin just reached behind himself, pulled the cookie off the ground, and ate it. We have a dog. I'd do it again. Are you high? No. Okay. I have a baby. Oh, yeah. Get off my case. Those days are over. Oh. All right, so back to being sidetracked. Haha, <laughs> that's funny. All right, I get easily sidetracked in movies. So, although I enjoy, like, you know, the whole vehicle as a whole, there are certain parts that I light on and that I can't let go of. Like, for instance, the female anchor in the whole, like, almost like the chorus of the movie who keeps going back and talking Lisa about... Gibbons? Yeah. Is that who it was? It was Lisa? Yeah. Oh, I didn't notice. Let's see. Um, you didn't get it when I said, hello, Lisa Gibbons. I didn't hear you say it. Oh. I was too caught up in her gestures. She in her sweaters. She read the news like she was on some sort of model display, like arms folded across the table, arms folded across her chest, like she was sassy about the news. Good day, Detroit. But, the, but that's just it. It wasn't like a good day program where they're sitting on a banquette like they are now on the Today Show. By the way, what is that? They're on a banquette now. It's weird. Somebody even said, like last week on the show, they're like, are we on a banquette? <laughs> what is this? Their ratings are going down. They have to... They, they had to get a banquette. Chase shit up. Next, they're going to get a chaise lounge. <laughs> anyway, she was like the sassiest hard news anchor in the world, like talking about murderers in Detroit. And she has her arms totally crossed, like, across her chest, like, what? You want to talk about murders? Okay. Okay. Yeah, Robocop's very similar to Starship Troopers, where it has, like, the the TV stuff going on throughout. Like, they have that, the news stuff. They have the strange commercials, like, nuke them with your family, you know? Oh, yeah. And then they have the weird, uh... That weird commercial guy that's always hanging out with the chicks that's like, I'd buy that for a dollar. Which reminded me of Big Brother. Everyone in... I think that's where they got it from. I'm sure. I'm sure they did. Anyway. Let's talk about Detroit. I love Detroit, man. Don't you want to live there? (laughs) Yeah. They can't even pay people to live there. Dude. Detroit's where they like, hey, want to buy this house at the end of the street for 
dollar. I wouldn't buy that for a dollar. <laughs> you know, there are some sad, sad places in this country that, you know, the people who live there, I'm sure they don't want to be pitied, but if you don't live there, you kind of can't help but pity them. And you think, God, I could never live there, or God, I don't even want to visit there. The more movies I see with you, Justin, the more I think Detroit is at the top of that list for me. Well, this movie is supposed to be dystopian. Right. But it even makes, like, Detroit now look kind of good. You're like, oh, man, I guess they're, you know. It, I was going to say, and that's just it. It doesn't feel terribly dystopian. It feels like Detroit. Oh. What were some of the other... Okay, so we saw... Obviously, we've seen now this. Beverly Hills Cops starts out in Detroit, where it's all sadness and gangs and violence and unclean streets. Yeah. Then there is... Um, they need some skittle bleeding people. Yeah, clearly. Then there is... Paint the streets with their skittles. Out of sight, where not only was all of those things I just mentioned, but it's also cold. Yeah. In conclusion, there are no happy, fun Detroit movies. What about... What's the... Oh, Detroit Rock City is pretty good, but... What about the city... Oh, it might have been Chicago. What was the one movie? Bees. That was Chicago. Candyman? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's sad that I can't remember names of movies, so I have to give you things like that. Helen, <laughs> would you like to bleed Skittles? Let's <laughs> uh, talk about why I love Robocop. Why do you love Robocop? Number one, Robocop. Apparently. He's an awesome hero. Yes, you know. citizen. <laughs> Even though he talks, you know. Like, where's the half part of his speaking voice? <laughs> yes. That's the thing. You watch Robocop, Robocop now, and you're like, I mean, it's cool that he's got all that metal strapped to him, but he's really, really slow. Oh, my God. There was a scene where there were, like, 14 people about you're to like, shoot him. Robocop, can you robo here a little faster? <laughs> and he was like, I'm coming. I was like, it's going to take him a long time to get there, man. They could take him down in the meantime. Between him and the, the other badass robot that you could just, like, tell him to go down the stairs and you would defeat him. It was like, it was like claymation almost. <laughs> it, was, it was stop motion. Okay, thank you, because I was like, what is Claymation. <laughs> Worst robot ever. You have He's to, made out of Play-Doh. You have 20 seconds to put down your weapon. Okay. Now you have 15. But I just You have 10. What, what do I do? Hey, guys, help! Now you have five. You are dead! And then it shoots you, and then everybody in the room's like, hmm, that didn't go so well. Okay, well, let's talk about things we can put on. I'm like, there's a dead person in the room! You have 20 seconds to comply, unless there are stairs involved. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite part was watching the, the claymation robot's toe try to figure out the stairs. It was like, hmm... <laughs> like putting its toe down and then lifting. It was like a kid, you know, in bathwater deciding whether or not it wanted to go in or pull. What else? I mean, Peter Weller, who uh, plays uh, Murphy, the guy that gets turned into Robocop. Yeah. <laughs> Even as a kid, I always wondered, like, why didn't they uh, have someone that was more lively in the role of Murphy? So. You see, like, the big change from lively, cool, like, hip guy to RoboCop. Instead, it was like, my name is Murphy. 
He talked like a robot yeah, before. before. That's why it wasn't much of a logic leap. Let's talk about his uh, lesbian trust. Karen Allen. Yeah, um, partner. Yeah, she was in Out of Sight. The funny, was she, was she in? She was the, um, uh, remember the chick, uh, Albert Brooks, uh, was it Albert Brooks' maid or whatever? I don't remember. When they went to rob Albert Brooks, she was like walking around in her bra pants. Okay, go ahead. All right. Oh, she might have been. Um, she must love some Detroit. Okay, let's talk about how she's Murphy's partner for I mean literally four hours. I'm not even just doing my Chrissy exaggeration because I would have said like five seconds, but for four hours before he dies, and she recognizes him later on. And there's like this whole supposed tender moment of like Murphy, it's really you. And then later on, she like risks her entire career to prove herself right and to help him. Didn't you wait when he when she's like Murphy, is that you? Did he? He should have been like, yes. Why didn't you back me up? <laughs> and she's like, it's me, your partner of five minutes. <laughs> like they didn't they don't have much of a history here. Like why is she? I don't understand. And then later on, when she really did go to bat, like, she stole heavy art, you know, duty weapons, artillery, to bring to him and everything. And I thought, all right, here's the thing. Not only were they partners for all of five minutes, four hours, what if, even if you respected him in the four hours that you knew him uh-huh. as a person, uh-huh. now that he's part robot, what if he's a little part cray-cray as well? And you're like... Here you go, partner of four hours. All the weapons in the world. I hope that turning into a robot didn't make you at all crazy. Here you go. She felt bad. So let's arm him? Heavy duty style? She knows he's very slow. (laughs) (laughs) I'm here to protect and serve you very slowly. What was your favorite scene in this movie? Um, let's see... I like the end when the bad guys finally get their comeuppance. Okay, you stole mine. Because one of the guys... Thank you. One of the guys gets turned into the Toxic Avenger. And Chrissy started giving me looks. I'm like, yes. Toxic waste. Gross. And then the the main bad guy, who is great throughout this movie, has one of my favorite lines. Where he he comes in on... uh, What's that guy's name? The actor's... the actor that played him is, uh, I think, George Clooney's cousin. Anyway, the guy's, like, doing coke with two hookers or whatever off mm-hmm. their boobs. And uh, <laughs> Bodiger comes in and is like, bitches, leave. <laughs> you know who that is, by the way? No, he looks so familiar, though. Red from that 70s show. Thank you! Oh, my God! That's what it was! I was looking at him, and I was like, <laughs> I know him from something. What do I know him from? At his face is so, so familiar. And then he opened up his mouth and I'm like, his voice is a little different, but I still know him from something. Red Foreman. Oh my God. <laughs> wow. Anyway, he's great in Robocop. Bitches leave. <laughs> They're like, bye. And they peace out. Uh, I just said that throughout the movie. Every chase I got. It was great though, because like Justin, we're so deliriously tired, you guys, that by... You know, an hour and a half into just a mere two-hour movie, we start not making sense. I mean, we already don't make a whole lot, but by that time, it's, it could be anything. You know, it's silly putty bouncing off the wall. And we're watching this with our eyes at half-mast and just just randomly, like, quipping at most inopportune times. Bitches leave! In his own little corner of the couch. You and know? then on the other corner of the couch, Christy's like, this is like the Hunger Games. 
I did say that. And I'm like, what? <laughs> you were like, I would not want to go against RoboCop <laughs> in the Hunger Games. But you misunderstood me. I just said it was like the Hunger Games. Um, wait, why did I say it was like the Hunger Games? I go oh. in as tribute. <laughs> <laughs> no, RoboCop. It's okay. We're cool. <laughs> I just said that because he went back to his old house and he lived on Primrose Lane. And oh, that's right. was reminding me of Prim, and so I was like, oh, this reminds me of the Hunger Games. But as always with you... My money's on RoboCop! <laughs> I never tell you, like, the first, you know, three quarters of what I was thinking. I only say out loud the last bit that doesn't make any sense, because you don't have the context of what was in my head. So I just said, oh, it reminds me of the Hunger Games. Actually, he'd be, he'd be like... Terrible because he'd have he to couldn't go. climb trees. No, he couldn't even get to the cornucopia. He'd be like, eh, 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 eh. <laughs> everybody turn around and look at Robocop. <laughs> you could trick him into things. You're like, Robocop, you're on our team now, so that means you can't kill us. Director four. Oh no, okay. <laughs> No, RoboCop. He might win the Hunger Games, though, just because he's, like, so immune to bullets. I mean, come on, he's faced a firing squad that walked into him, and he still was fine. Apparently not one of them hit them in his human jaw. Did you notice that? Like, the only, like, visible human part was his jaw, and nobody hit him there. Don't know what to say. He's indestructible. He is. What did you think about the police chief? The police chief? Yeah. The black guy? The surly black guy, yes. I like any surly black guy police chiefs. They're the only way. Why is it gotta be black? Huh? I said, why is it gotta be black? Why can't he have just been surly? Stereotype. I thought he was great. I thought he did well in his role. No, I think he was great too. But altogether, I love Robocop, the movie. Even though they prey on stereotypes. And I hate that they're apparently remaking it now. Why do you hate that? Cause, come up with something new. It never happens anymore. Everything is a reboot. Well, they reboot Spider-Man like four years does, after the original. You mean I have to be out. happy about it? Reboot things that suck. But you know what? Maybe the reboot will be better this time. Because I'm going to play devil's advocate here and say, like, we've been talking about how slow RoboCop is. Maybe this time RoboCop will be like really fast and he can climb trees and you know have a bow and arrow and stuff. Still in this Hunger Games thing. <laughs> <laughs> then he'd be unbeatable in the Hunger Games. <laughs> That'd be great. He'd be even better at, like, you know, the camouflage and the cake frosting and all that. <laughs> <laughs> Robocop, what are you doing? <laughs> this cake frosting. <laughs> what, is your, what is your mission directed? To protect and serve this cake frosting. <laughs> Robocop, where did you go? I am the tree. You blended so well with that tree. I didn't even notice all your sharp edges. <laughs> I walked around looking for this robo tree. <laughs> so I could blend in with it. All you bitches be looking for water. I don't need any water, just baby food. I'd be sending baby food. Send me like you'd be one of the sponsors and comes to silver parachute. It's Gerber. I know who that's for. 
Oh, he didn't care. He's like, I don't even need this baby food. Yeah, just, he's just target practice. Lesbian cop was like, here's you, here you go, here's some of your food, and he's like, fuck this, bitches. <laughs> <laughs> bitches, please. <laughs> so yeah, I would give a Robocop like a A A minus. Like it a lot. I think that's generous. I'd give it a B minus, but I still enjoyed it. Whoa, you look like you might hit a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna shoot Skittles out your hand. What, like this? Hmm? Like Spider Man? No, oh, bleeding no, Skittles. I, oh, like you're actually gonna shoot me? Yes. Okay, got it. <laughs> Good times. Oh, so let's talk about the Terminator. Ooh, I'm excited to talk about this one. So, Chrissy. Yes. So, you've seen. Terminator 2. Terminator 2, which is one of my favorites of all time. It's a great movie. You've seen Terminator Salvation, I know. Oh, God. We watched that on our honeymoon. Which is not one of our favorite movies of all time. Oh, that's one of the movies that I saw with Christy where I was actively rooting against it as it went on. I don't, you know, I think this is, a, uh, a, you know, telling of how awful it was. I don't remember anything about it. I remember Christian Bale being in it and being generally terrible. Did you remember him yelling? Yes. All the time? Yeah. And that's kind of about it in his onset antics. That's all I can remember. So those are the only two you've seen? Yes. Okay. You've never seen the original, the OG Terminator? <laughs> 1984. <laughs> starring Lyndall Hamilton. Lyndall Hamilton? Linda Hamilton. Yes. This was before she started looking harsh. Harsh? Yeah. It's harsh. What is harsh? What do you mean? She got jacked up for two. Yeah, but there was something harsh about her features as she aged. Not just in Terminator 2, but in subsequent movies. Like, she just had a harsh look to her. Uh, Not soft. Okay. And she actually looked semi-soft in this one. (laughs) Semi-soft. Brought to you by Linda Hamilton. So what did you think of the Terminator? I liked it. Uh, I thought it was interesting because right away you, you had to tell me, you were like, Arnold's not good in this one. And it went, oh, how interesting. I And then every person that came to the screen is like, is that another Terminator? <laughs> <laughs> yes, everyone's a Terminator in this. No. They're I all said, after each other. I didn't ask you to, I said cyborg. I'm like, is that a cyborg? Is he a cyborg? I bet you he's a cyborg. I was right. No, wait, no, I wasn't. I lied. No, he wasn't. I <laughs> As soon as I said that, I was like, no, wait, I was wrong. Um, how scary is it? Can you imagine watching the news and they're like, Justin Winters was killed today. And then like later that night, they're like, another Justin Winters was killed today. And then finally, they're like, they're going down Justin Winters in the phone book. And then wouldn't you be like, freak out? Be like, I'm not in the phone book. <laughs> Yeah, I would crap my pants, pretty much. <laughs> what would you do? What would be your course of action? Like, if you did what she did, or she ran over to your phone book and saw that she was next on the Sarah Connor list. I would I would grab my family and run. Fast. Run, Justin Winters, run! I would stay away from my apartment. I would not call my apartment until my answer machine exactly where I am. I'm at 555 <laughs> Oak Terrace. I'm at this cool club on Pico called something Noir. Noir. What was it? Techno Noir. Ugh. Right? Oh, 1984. 
down. Yeah, to. I haven't seen this movie in a long time. It's very interesting to watch. <laughs> Do you think it holds up? Do I think it holds up? Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, any movie you watch around here, there's going to be lots of 80s flourishes. Other than Flourishes. Other than it being dated in that way, I thought it was pretty good. I agree. Um, but when you compare it to one of my favorites of all time. Titanic? No. Terminator 2, Judgment Day. Explain to me how Arnold goes good. Huh? Why is why is he good in the second? Because it's a totally different cyborg. Huh? Well, the one at the end of one yeah got destroyed. So the one that they send back in two is a totally new cyborg that they programmed to be good. Why does he look and, like Arnold? And to defend why? Yeah. Because he, that was just like the main template. Template, I guess. They all look like Arnold. <laughs> so if you went back to the planet, and it's not a different planet, but for the sake of this, if you went back to the planet of they, cyborgs, they didn't have enough money. They all look like Arnold. <laughs> no, most of them don't even have the human skin. They're just robots walking around shooting things. But if you want human skin. It's not like Project Runway where you can go and pick your fabric. Like, it's they, all Arnold. Well, they probably had, like, a, a, a factory full of Arnold skins. They're like, hey, man, if we're sending one back, might as well put one of these on. Weird. And he's the star of the movie, so it kind of works out. But that would be so confusing for, like, Linda Hamilton's character. She's like, I remember you. You're awful. Well, now you know when she's in, like, the loony bin and he comes in, she, like, craps her pants because she thinks that... It's another bad one sent back to kill her. Or the same one, just reincarnated. Yeah. Reincarnated. <laughs> <laughs> that robot's got that old robot's soul. <laughs> it's a ghost. It's a ghost robot. I am Bach. I am Robo Ghost. I told you I would be Bach. <laughs> Are you Buddhist? You believe in karma? No, but I believe in shawarma. What? You going off the deep end? Fatigue just sent sentence set in. Okay, so let's get to the main crux that I'm sure you're been, you've been debating about. Yes. Anytime someone watches this movie for the first time, it's the main question. Yes. How yes. does Linda Hamilton's character get pregnant with John Carter? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so, I asked you, after we watched this yesterday, I'm like, wait a minute, wait a minute, I don't understand something. <laughs> and you were like, oh, yes. <laughs> Why... If she's writing to John in the future via a journal, does she say, hey, if you decide to send your dad back, you can decide whether or not you want to tell him he's actually your dad. I don't know. Whatever makes it easier on you. So can you imagine this conversation? You're like, you're bros. You're like fighting his robots. And you're like, so, dude, here's the plan. I need you to go back. 
to the past, and I need you to protect my mom from this dirty robot that's trying to kill her. Also, can you be my dad? <laughs> right, I mean, like, can you knock it, her up and make, like that? make sure I, you know, exist now? Like, theoretically, they would be in the same age group. If I'm like waving, if I've got like this little Polaroid of of me and my mom's, like we're at the <laughs> Carowinds or, or like Paramount's, whatever something, and don't let me start to like disappear from the picture, dude. I need to stay in the picture, so you need to impregnate oh, my mom. Listen to you, Back to the Future. Do you need to impregnate her? I know she, at first she'll be kind of hesitant. But take her to the Under the Sea dance and then I'll be fine. <laughs> she thinks that you, you, you're you also a cyborg, but you're not. And you'll save her at this techno-noir dance club on Pico. And then she'll know... It's meant to be. ...that you're down for Funky Town. Oh, man. It's, time, it's business time. It's, bu- it's business time. Um, I didn't tell you this. So basically, I, I don't I don't really know how to explain what goes on. I didn't tell you this, but I predicted early on in the movie that this was John Connor's dad because he said um, something when he was talking to Sarah about looking, um, you know, talking. About, oh, they, they were talking. She was like, "Tell me about John." What does John say? You know, they're in the alley or under the tunnel, whatever it was. And <laughs> excuse me. He's talking about things John has said, and he's like, what about his dad? Oh, you know, he doesn't talk about him much, you know. And I'm like, well, what about John? And he but goes, he's really awesome. Right? And I'm like, <laughs> what about John? What does he look like? And he goes, he's my height. He's got, his, he's got his mother's eyes. As soon as he said that, I was like, oh, that's the dad. I wonder how that's going to work. Because hmm. hmm. he obviously looks like he's young. Does he, do you get to, like, go back in time and Benjamin Button down? What? What are you talking about? Okay, so Benjamin Button down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So. You mean the opposite Benjamin Button? No, I mean grow down. You mean Button Benjamin? <laughs> <laughs> grow down. <laughs> yes. <laughs> What's that mean? <laughs> Get younger. Who got younger? John Connor's dad. Reese. No. Yes. They were, they're like besties in the future. They're on the same age. How do you know that he wasn't older in the future and then as, as he went back in time got younger? Because they shipped him in the future and he looked the same age. Oh, yeah, you're right. Don't you remember him crawling around with robots and Oops. stuff? <laughs> Oops. <laughs> I didn't pay attention during that part. You know what? I'm just gonna. Were you like Button Benjamin? Thing? <laughs> when does the Button Benjamin start? I just want to fire James Cameron's art director because we have issues. First That's of all, that's why he came back in time naked. You know, <laughs> he he threw off his old skin, and that's why he was naked. When he... What is it with James Cameron's art directors that let things like this happen? She let, or he or she let that happen in Titanic. The door was too big. Like, come on. Help me with my suspension of disbelief. Which part? The naked part? Or the (laughs) the reverse? The button benjamin, as as you call it. Both. (laughs) And why do it when they come back uh, naked? Why do they have to, like, be in the thinker position? (laughs) Like, come up from that. Should be, like, hanging out with their wing out. Or, or it looked look like a spock. Well, they're 
There's like lightning all Bring around. Up, There's lightning all around him. They're not like in the thinker position. They're the oh shit! It's there's lightning around my my junk. Or maybe that's the 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 button Benjamin position. It's also the Stephanie Tanner does dance number position. Oh my god! It comes full circle. <laughs> She's involved somehow with this. How rude! I don't know what's going on. Okay. What else did you not or not like, like or not like about the Terminator? Um. Honestly, I felt like it flowed really well. How would you would have escaped the Terminator? I think my silence speaks volumes. <laughs> Call RoboCop. <laughs> yes. RoboCop, can you handle this for me? I want to see a RoboCop versus the Terminator movie. That'd I mean, be why pretty, not? They have Alien versus Predator. That'd be pretty awesome. That would be kind of cool, actually. I'm on board with this. I think RoboCop could take him. I don't know. I'd move to Copenhagen. I don't really have a good reason or any sort of explanation as to how I would do Terminator. Terminator. He'll find you. He'll find you. I'm not sure if I would have trusted Reese. I might have been like, um, you're a little bit crazy. Yeah, he seemed a little coked out in the first half of the movie. Yeah. Like you're running around with a trench coat with your gun underneath. And he didn't even react when she bit him. And she had like blood coming out of her mouth and he's like... Cyborgs can't feel pain. I do. And I'm like, really? You didn't scream. You didn't say, get the fuck off me. <laughs> she has blood dripping out of her mouth. He was turned on. That's what it was. Now I want to make love to you. I'm going to impregnate you so hard. She has no idea how hard it would be, man. <laughs> I'm doing this for my friends. <laughs> so gross. <laughs> I'm not going to get to see him again. What happened? What would you do if Corey walked up to you and said that? What? Hey, hey, man, can you go back in time to New York <laughs> and be my dad? Like, we, it doesn't have to be weird, man. Like, you don't have to actually like be my dad, but can you like be my dad? I'd be like, dude, my my, my life's kind of cool here. I mean, you're not like saving the world or anything. So, I mean. Think about it. You go back in time, talk to Corey's mom, and you're like, so, you are going to have this short, curly-haired little man. I just buttoned Benjamin for you. <laughs> Let's have sex. And then she bites you. That doesn't hurt. Not at all. Let's do it. Um, this made me want to watch Terminator 2 again, because... Honestly, I remember very little about it, except the fact that I really liked it. Let's do it. I love that movie. Oh, yeah, I know you do. We discussed. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, honestly, I remember the general feeling when Terminator movies came out. I didn't see them, but a lot of my friends did. But, you know, it was still part of, even though they were 80s movies, a big part of the, the 90s pop culture, I think. And everybody was like, oh, the future, what's going to happen? What if there really is, like, you know, an apocalypse or something like that? And, you know, it, the whole what if thing. I feel like now, I mean, we have a lot of post-apocalyptic movies or alien movies or, you know, things like that. But nothing that really kind of lights a fire under your ass and scares you the way this did. Does that make any sense? Like, there aren't movies, a whole lot of movies I can think of now that's like, you know, to, in the year 2060... This happens, and everybody goes, whoa, what if that really does happen? 
Whereas movies that were made, I feel, in the 80s especially, there are a lot of, like, in the year 2000, this happens. Or in the year, you know, 2020, this happens. Mm-hmm. That now we're actually getting in that in that um, time bracket. And, you well, know... The term it's coming. I said, I'm like... we got drones now. I'm like, what? We're eight years away from having flying machines and lasers. What happened? They're here. Back to the future. The, Dro- the drones are here. True. They're killing people. But they're much more streamlined. That's the other thing I noticed, especially when we were watching um, RoboCop, actually. Mm-hmm. I thought the 80s version of future machines, much scarier than actual future machines that are now present machines. Everything now is so, like, Apple cute. You know what I mean? And streamlined. And, like, they all look like the robots from Eve. Uh, from Eve. Like Eve in... Um, Wally. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Everything is like this pleasant, you know, white and blue and, you know, like I said, very apple. And then it eviscerates you from the inside out. Right. But like the big honking metal, you know, um, the jarring heavy thing of the past. Like I see now, even though we are in the future, we are the future. I'm I'm scared. I'm scared for the, quote, future, but we're already here. It's, It's weird. I was watching it going... Man, what has really happened or happens? I'm like, it can't. We're here now, and it didn't happen. Oh, look at those robots. They're so streamlined. <laughs> at least when they kill me, there'd be like more, uh, you know. Like, there wouldn't be a dun 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 sound. It would be like, bing. <laughs> Boop. Yeah. <laughs> Very cute. Boop. Very cute about killing you. Skittles. Anyway, I just thought it was an interesting thing about their version of the future and how the future actually turned out and how we don't do that anymore. Why don't we do that anymore in filmmaking? What? Movie Geek, tell me. Do what? Have these versions and visions of the future and the way... It was even a pretty prolific theme in the 80s about, like, look at the year 19-whatever, 90-something or 2000-something. It was Mm. always awful and scary, and now we don't really do that. What, What happened? What happened? Got soft. You think? Alright, everything's becoming more compact <laughs> and sleeker and more streamlined. Like I said. So was I right about something? No. Oh. Never. Damn. Hmm. Let's make a movie where we have like a post apocalyptic two thousand seventy five. Like they tried in that one movie we saw over the summer. With the aliens. Which one? They were in the cave and they saw the signs. And Prometheus. Yeah, they tried. They failed. That wasn't a scary future the way they thought it would be. It was like, oh, all right. Mm. It's past our bedtime. It is. You can <laughs> tell by the way, the cadence and how we're talking, it's slowed down to a snail's pace. Holy crap. So wait, what's your final grade for the Terminator? A. An A? So you liked it better than the Robocop? Yeah. Yeah, I like Robocop, don't get me wrong. But this is a a better movie. I like Robocop a little bit better than Terminator, I think. Do you think that Robocop is a better movie than Terminator? Mm, Yeah. Really? Probably give Terminator, the first Terminator, probably like a B. But I think you're holding it up against Terminator 2, which you shouldn't be doing. You should be holding it as a standalone movie. Nope, I'm holding a standalone movie. Okay. But it's okay. It's still good. 
scared the crap out of me. There was a microwave. The microwave is gonna kill you. I'm like shit. The best part was so it ends. Because we literally just talked about how new streamlined machines aren't gonna do much of anything. Like boom, they're gonna just go beep, and then you were going boop. Her heads explode. My favorite part. Oh man, kids! I wish you listening to this podcast could have seen that. The microwave is like four feet behind Justin, maybe maybe six feet, and I'm sitting here and. I programmed it to go off when the laundry's done. So when it started, I'm like, oh, I know what that is. But I look at Justin, and he had, like, a mix of awe and fear and, oh, my God, I think I just peed myself. Look on his face all at the same time. It's okay. I'm okay. Just have another cookie off the ground. It'll be all right. (laughs) That's all you gotta do. Oh, man. Yay. Yay, we're alive. The microwave didn't kill us. So it's October. You know what October means? Beer. Beer? <laughs> Oktoberfest. No, scary movies. Oh. Uh, Yay, we want some scary movies for Scary Movie Month. Beer. Halloween. And drink beer if you want to, I guess. Cider? Sure. Yay! Anyway, um, yeah. It also means illness. Boop. Get your flu shots, everyone. Boop, 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 boop. If you believe in that sort of thing. <clears throat> and if you're a non-vaxxer, don't get near my kid, please. Yeah, guys. Wrap wrap that shit up. You should. Wrap up your face. Think about it before you have a baby. There are lots of work. <laughs> what? I'm talking about illness and flu shots and wrapping it up that way. And now I just get the context of what you're talking about. <laughs> no, man. I love that girl. You just told everyone to wrap it up and think about it before they have a baby. I was joking. I'm talking to those, like, 16-year-olds and 70-year-olds. Like, 16 and pregnant looks great. I'm sure so many of them are listening to this podcast. You never know. Yeah, all right. You never know. Hey, kids, go back in time and watch The Terminator. There was this generation called the 80s. I'm binging, I'm button bingeing myself so I can go back in time and impregnate my best friend's mom. Benjamin, by the way. Huh? Benjamin. Button Benjamin, Benjamin, I don't know. You explain it. You're I said no. I said Benjamin Button, and you were like, "What about Button Benjamin?" No, you said reverse Benjamin Button. Right. So I getting younger. Button binge, you know. Okay. Whatever. It's over now. I'm sleep. Sleep is good. We love you. Long time. Check us out on Twitter and the Facebook. If we're ever there. And um, now I'm on Instagram, which you can do too. What? I'm on Instagram. Screw that. You can find me um, both Critter. (laughs) That's next. Critters? (laughs) You should watch that. Oh my god, I had a dream that I had a Critter. I forgot. It wasn't a dream. (laughs) (laughs) You knew. She's asleep. Like a real Critter. Oh, like Critters? (laughs) Oh, nice. Yeah. Um, Oh, so I'm on Twitter and Instagram. with the name Chris Winters with a K. Why are you on Instagram? Because I'm not an old person. I get it when the kids move on and I move on with them. I am not on Instagram. I will not be left in the dust. But. But. 
I still love you all. Yeah, so you can tweet us both or whatever you want. Yeah. Whatever. Or Facebook. Yes. Beep. Beep. All right, guys. We'll catch you on the flip side. Hopefully next time without snot ripping down on your face. Yeah, wrap that shit up. <clears throat> I'm going to wrap it. Turn on my nose. Blow my nose. Grab my nose. Ooh, yeah, I'm Bye. Oh. <laughs>